So everybody, this is Yusuf Ali. I'm here to tell you that tons of people take a multivitamin, and it's important to choose one that is top quality, you know, because there's only the one. So if you're going to take one, make sure it's a good one. You don't want to take no bullshit. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. I really don't even know what adaptogens are, but I do know what adaptogen is, and that is the root word in that word. Special blend of ingredients that help you support the gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Because, you know, we all got to get old, but you don't necessarily have to look the age you are. This should help. It's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. So you can pretty much eat the same thing you want and then just take this pill. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or no chemicals or artificial anything. You know, all real, no bullshit. Plus, it costs less than $3 per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Folks laying up for that afternoon. No, they from Cleveland. 4:24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. The studio don't close. Plus, I, it's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no pass until you get left hand side, to the right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now, somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by itself. Little blunts. Smoking by itself. Pull a little blunts. That's what I'm doing. Smoking by myself. Pull a little blunts. Y'all got me fucked up. It's just me. Smoking by myself. Can y'all hear me? So everybody, welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 93. I am still your host, Yusuf Ali, coming to you live-ish, live-like, live-adjacent. Anyway, it's 10, 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here in TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another Pillowcase production. Um, we got a lot of shit to talk. It was a, a, a busy week, a full week of a whole lot of bullshit, but important nonetheless. I know it's, 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 it could throw you off if I say bullshit and then say important right behind that because that's like oxymoron, but trust me, it was some shit. And a lot of it. So, let's just get right on into it.
Or you play the way you look. Either way. You don't have to look sharp to play sharp. That's it. You go out there all slouchy, man. You're going to play like that. Jerry, I saw a piece about you once where it said how meticulous you were. And you did all, you had a special thing where you were vacuuming. After a hard, hard day at work, I go home and the house is not clean. I'll clean the house. You know, so I can just sit down and relax and have a clean atmosphere around me. So I'm a very neat guy. Elbows, back up in this bitch. Um, I didn't do any comedy this week, and actually, I ain't really. I don't got nothing on the books the rest of the month. I need to need to get on the ball, boss. But uh, anyway, uh, I was watching a thing about Leon Spinks. This motherfucker, on three separate occasions, was separated from his fucking top teeth. Or holds all his teeth, depending on which occasion it was. It's like you would think that, you know, like when you see like one chew on a bus, you be like, well, how did you get off the bus? And let and you know, with one chew, how far did you get up to after your bus stop and realize you had one chew on? It's the same thing with your teeth. Like, how does this happen more than one time? Where it's like you would think. Let's say he up it one time, honestly. He says his, his wife, his ex-wife took one set of teeth. That was the first time. Luckily, he had two set of teeth and it wasn't a fucking bottom top row situation. Another time, he got robbed. Um, it just fucked up because it's like, it's your teeth, man. How, do, how hard is it to keep up with your teeth? They should at least be in arm's reach. I don't, they don't necessarily got to be in your pocket. That might be inconvenient, but at least have them, you know, where you can get to them quick. Uh, rest in peace, Leon Spinks. Um, also saw this, and I just wanted to see it. I was I heard somebody doing a Sammy Davis Jr. impression, and it made me think about, was that WB Frog supposed to be Sammy Davis Jr.? If so, I just got mad. I just got mad about that shit, like, this week. Like, what the fuck, man? How did they get away with that shit? It's, I mean, I know frogs ain't typically associated with racism, but still, it's something about that don't sit right with me. I know, I know that. Fuck that frog. Oh. If you listen to this at work and you work with a motherfucker that's like a super employee like that, like like a company man motherfucker, like do everything that a supervisor or a boss would do except they not play this part loud enough so they can hear it, so, you know, so it could be like a like a uh, like a tweet, like a sub, like a sub tweet or some shit like that. Look, man, calm the fuck down. We take break at the same time. We punch out at the same time. We clock in at the same time. Unless you, one of them, you know, I, I gotta be here earlier than everybody else, motherfuckers. Either way, you ain't no boss, man, or lady. F- feel it, person. Fucking relax. This is just, okay, insert job here. This is just fucking, it ain't that fucking serious. Nah, damn. 
Okay, back to the regular schedule program. Um, this was cool. This might have been newsworthy, but this is just cool. I just want to tell you right now. Polo and 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 Morehouse and I think Spelman or I don't know. Either way, it could be Tennessee State. Polo then linked up with HBCU, so it's gonna be like you know how they got the USA team polo shit. They're gonna have black college polo shit, man. Man, that fucking that shit. Martin's World Dev Comedy Jam used to be one thing, but this Pope Black Pope Black College Polo shit, man, they about to kill it. If they would have had that when I got out of school, I might have went to school. Just to be able to say, damn right, I'm going to Morehouse. They got fucking polo fucking basketball uniforms or whatever the fuck. Like, man, that's, that's fucking amazing. That's just dope. That's why I say I don't, I don't know if it was news or not, but that's just fucking dope. Um, I did see this on 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 some less dope shit. Um, some study they did in 73, 1973. They had a dude projecting. He said how the world was going to look in the next 150 years. Well, it had been a, about 50 of them years. And the way he was going on his chart, it was like shit going up and shit going down. And he had year by year by year population and all this, like certain numbers was going up to cause a lot of major clutch, key, crucial, important shit to go down. And then the way that shit collided was by the time 2040 run around or get around, roll around, we gonna be fucked up. So this shit is about over. Because everything he touched on, like, everything he said was going to happen in 2020 and 1973 fucking happened. So I don't know what the fuck, what type of psychic, witchcraft, black magic type of shit this is, but the motherfucker was on point. So I don't know. With this new information, let's just say this shit is over in... 25 years what do you do now like how did that affect how you move going forward do I give you like a sense of urgency or like do that add more fucks to the amount given about whatever the fuck cause right now I don't know man I can't lie and say you gotta, I'm super ex- like I feel like, you know, I got to hurry up and get do some shit. I can't. I don't feel like that. I mean, no more than I felt just being in Hollywood, period. Actually, now, I think it did. I don't know. It might have. It might have increased my give a fuck level, which is an oxymoron. But you know what I'm trying to say. Cause this shit is over in 20 years like why would it matter if I had a Ferrari I mean yeah I mean I can drive fat I can uh, I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to death faster than, than the next month I don't know what the fuck like man I don't know that's kind of that's kind of depressing never mind but I'm saying 
Google it. Look at it. It's gonna fuck you up if you look at it. And then it's gonna, it's gonna you're gonna be thinking about shit one day like, man, why the fuck you up? Man, this shit over in 20 years. You know, fuck. That's all I'm saying. That's what it, that's what it might make you say. Or it might make you be like, oh shit, this shit over in 20 years. Like, uh, just watch it. Make your own decision. Um, I ain't gonna get speaking of podcasts. I would just want to say this. I ain't gonna say the name of the podcast because it's it's multiple podcasts. But the ones that be like, come on over to the Patreon for this for bonus footage. I'm like it's like wait a minute. This is just like y'all just talking shit. Like y'all just pick some topics to talk shit about. So now you want me to pay extra money to hear y'all talk shit? It's not fact-based, not history. It's not, you know, the fuck. Not choose your own adventure. None of that shit. Y'all just talking shit. I'm not paying them. That's some ballsy shit to ask motherfucker to come pay some extra money and you talk some shit. Um, um, watch out where y'all use these credit cards, too. They got these fake card readers that look just like the, uh, like the ones that got the little shield over them over the cover or whatever the fuck. Like you put your card in there and it had that, like that little cover, like a hand over your shit or whatever. Well, if you lift that shit up, this one dude did, it was a whole nother card reader under that. So it's like, it's copying your shit. So like, I guess at the end of the night, they can lift that shit up, take that other shit out, and just have everybody's fucking card and fucking debit, fucking, what the fuck is that called? Pin number and shit. I'm high as fuck. Y'all, Mel, Mel drinks and motherfucking, my Mel Mose knows is this. Mel Mose knows this. Um, and um, lastly, before we get out of here, I found a taco truck that got fucking uniformed employees like I don't even know where they go for break but I know where they work at that taco truck across from the fucking target by uh, world star shoes or I don't know if it's called world star shoes officially it's WSS it just makes sense to me to call it world star shoes um, but yeah shout out to that taco truck I just had I wanted to include them into the podcast. That's how good that shit was. That's all, that's all. I don't I have nothing humorous to add. That shit was just whoever come here to visit from LA, truck that's where we going for tacos. I don't give a fuck about none of these restaurants. You want tacos, that's where we going now. You want some other shit, quesadillas and nachos, yeah, maybe we can go to a restaurant, but Tacos, just tacos. Oh, you don't name that motherfucker. I just know where it's at. Um, I wish I, I should have got the name of him. Then I could really shout him out. But y'all know what I'm talking about. I was on Sunset, right by the exit, across from that plaza. Shout out to them. This is a very, very regional, local part of the podcast. All right, let's do some news.
sorry, dude. I got to get some gas. I'm sorry about it, man. I just ran out of gas. I was going to get enough to go to the fucking gas station. So you're going to take mine? A little. I was, dude. I'm sorry, bro. I'm serious. I'm sorry. I apologize. I saw you come open my shit. So I laid down. Yeah. I watched you walk past, check it out. And I fucking knew you were going to do that, bro. I'm sorry, brother, man. No, seriously. I, I, you... This is your truck right here? Yeah, I was just going to. Dude, I'm sorry, brother. No, nah, it ain't no I'm sorry, bro. Well, I, well, you know, I, 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 seriously, I, I just ran out of gas right here. I don't give a fuck what happened, bro. What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here for ColorCast. ColorCast is a live, audio-only sports talk platform. Good news is it's free to download and use, like most stuff that people download. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties. Debates, arguments, post-game breakdowns, pre-game breakdowns, halftime breakdowns, and reaction to breaking news. I love it to argue with Steelers fans and Ravens fans and Bengals fans about how the Browns are just the absolute best team in the North and possibly the AFC. But, you know, do it for whatever type of arguing or debating you want to do. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the iOS app store. You can create a profile link your Twitter, and join whatever league or group that, you know, suits your interests. Follow me at Next Great Ali to be notified when my room goes live. I won't be doing it until the Brown season, but you can follow me every, catch me every Sunday or Monday or Thursday when the Browns play. Come with your spiciest takes. All right. Uh, before we get to the news portion of the podcast, I just want to remind everybody that this part of the show is brought to you by the good folks over at the Preserve Pot Academy, where they're trying to teach you how to get the most out of that bag by following rule number one, to not throw those roaches away. That's not a cigarette, a cigarette, but that's weed in there. So don't do that. Speaking of that, how we were remissed. Not to mention this. This is like finding out. This is like, this is like finding out that the fucking. Oh man, I gotta. Comp- I gotta. I need an analogy. Oh. This is like finding out that the the drug counselor guys the the. The NA, the leader, president of the narcotic anonymous meetings himself. I find out his wife sell dope on the side or some shit like that. Melmo, do y'all know my beloved queen, my lady, love of my life, my Jilly Bean. Threw away, I don't know, a week, two weeks worth of roaches. All because she didn't want to pick them up off the floor and put them back into the container. So she threw them away, y'all. 
I let it ride. I let it ride at the moment, but she could see I was visually upset. I was, I was, I played it cool. And I said, you know, just, you know, just please don't do that again. Please don't ever do that again. And I just left it at that. I didn't say everything I wanted to say. I wanted to say, please don't ever do that again. It goes against everything I stand for. All I do is tell these people week after week, 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 after week. Sketch after sketch. Reminder after reminder. Please don't throw those roaches away. Please don't throw those roaches away. Now, I know it's extreme situations. You walking in the, on the beach, smoking a blunt. You over somebody else's house, smoking in his ash. There's an ashtray right there. So you ain't gonna... I don't expect Melmosa, you know, put a roach in their pocket. Now, if you do, shout out. Extra props. Salute all that shit. But I'm talking about at your own house or you're inside your own car. You should have somewhere that you keep your roaches when you smoke. I had that. It was a converted candle, like a little candle, the top of a glass candle. You know, you know, you take the top off and it, it can turn into a a little cup, it can turn into a little vase, it can turn into all type of shit. No problem with you. Little little pot. So that one was a goddamn roach holder. And she threw all the roaches away just because she didn't want to put them back out of there. Now it was carpet. So it wasn't like it was, you know, she didn't drop them in the mud. And like I say, I, I didn't say, only thing I said was, please don't do that. Please don't throw the roaches away again. Please, please, please. And that was it. Because, I, like I say, she was, she was sincere. I will give her the Melmos. I will give her. She wasn't like, she wasn't nonchalant about it. She wasn't flippant. She, she was very sincere in her apology. She felt bad and guilty and all that. So I couldn't, that was another reason. I couldn't be mad at her. That would have have been some asshole shit where she was genuinely sorry about doing it. But yeah, man, it was just like, oh no, you did. Because I looked and I saw, what I noticed because she was dumping the ashes inside of what was the the roach holder thing. I'm just like, why is she ashing? The roach holder. I looked and it was empty as a collection plate that come down by me. I say, damn. Also, <laughs> this portion of the show is brought to you by Colorcast. Um, you heard that. I'm not going to do it again, but yeah, Colorcast. Um. All right, let's get into this shit. Um, 
this didn't get reported enough because I don't think that the, the guy was serious, but I heard that Elon Musk challenged Putin to a battle for dominance over the country. I don't know when he want to fight. I think he, I think he think it's like in his mind, it's like a video game or a movie, and he he the bad guy and he the hero. And I'm going to beat you. And, and once I beat you, I can take over your land and run it how I want to run it. And if you beat me, I, you can you can banish me back to my country or my land. And, you know. But uh, even if that is how it works. For shits and giggles, let's say how, that's how it works. This dude is a jujitsu or karate or something. He will kick and 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 choke the fuck out of fucking Elon Musk. I don't know what what do he think is gonna happen with this dude? He can't wait to fight. Like these Russian dudes, from what I can tell from what the movies, just shit. They they get all their black knowledge from movies and TV. So look, these Ivan Drago type of motherfuckers. Uh, Nikolai Volkov motherfuckers look all they want to do is fight so they ain't good now I don't know where Elon Musk is from don't get me wrong he might be from some fighting ass place too I don't know I don't know his name Elon Musk so he probably had to fight a lot so I don't know all I know is you, I'm, I think you're going to get your ass whooped. If that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. You think that's going to say to people, whatever. Whatever it's going to take to get the gas back to where, where the fuck it was six months ago, then do that. This shit is out of fucking hand. Waiting in line for 15 minutes to pay $5.49 for some gas because that's a deal. Man... Anyway, um, some dude beat the fuck out of a homeless dude for fucking his wife. And when I read the headline, I was like, wait a minute. He raped, he had to rape her or something. But no, he didn't. His wife. Like his wife started flirting with this dude like early, like weeks earlier. Flirting with this dude and flirt and I don't know, they he think she was delusional. Sorry about that, Mel got something got the fucking weed in my tongue my tongue. Y'all know how that is. That shit annoying and shit. He said she was delusional. She said she was just doing the Lord's work or some shit like that. And she would be nice to him and kiss him and touch his hand and all this shit at first. Then finally this day she said you know come on in the car with me. He homeless. He probably just like you know Okay, you know what the fuck? I don't got, I don't have shit else to do. Whatever you want to do in this car, 
even if it's kill me whatever you want to do in this car come on let's do it whatever the fuck I don't have nothing to lose everything to gain so he got in the car and she gave him some pussy and the, the father or the husband boyfriend whatever the fuck he came out and saw this shit like the aftermath and the homeless dude get out the car asshole naked and is walking back to he home shit he walk he he back you know pretty sure he ain't got nowhere specific to go he ain't got nobody to tell he ain't got no, he ain't got no phone calls to make no Instagram posts so I mean Dang, you know, I'd rather a sandwich, some socks, but you know, pussy is cool. One, you know, you, you know, especially unexpected. There ain't nothing like some unexpected pussy. That's that's the best kind. You like you? I was just here to, you know, pay my light bill. Anyway, he needs to get his ass whooped like that. Like you beat the shit out, knocked him out. I get, I get it, cause you see this homeless dude, and you like, you know, this he had, he he had to, he had to force himself, right? He homeless. That's the first thing you're gonna think. So I ain't mad at it, dude. It just turned out to be a a ridiculous understanding, like misunderstanding. Oh my god. Um, Wow. Say a man died two months after he got a fucking pig heart transplant. And the hairline should have been man lived for two months after getting a pig heart transplant. Because how the fuck? If they were, if that shit was a thing, goddamn, you think bacon costs money now? You know how much it costs to fucking kill a pig if we could have been using their hearts? How did they think that was going to turn out? And you hate to call motherfuckers stupid motherfuckers that have been to school for 20 years and 16 years and all this shit, but. You stupid motherfuckers. What? Alright. Um. This happened every now and then. A dude to call the police. Like a drug user. Whatever the drug. Call the police. Okay. It's a, okay. Never mind. And. Man, most y'all gotta bear with me. I ain't trying to be racist. I'm not trying to be racist. Or whatever, prejudice, whatever the fuck. But it's usually meth. And it's usually white folks calling the police when they get some bad meth. Now, I imagine it's a crackhead that didn't got some fake dope. It was soap. But they're not gonna call the police and say, I normally buy real crack. But this time I got duped. I got hosed, officer. And uh, 
I would like to make a citizen's arrest or whatever the fuck you call the police about when you buy some dope. And he called and said, I, I was supposed to buy meth and I think it's bath salts. And people clowning him for this. Rightfully so. I'm not saying he shouldn't be clowned. That was very foolish. But I'm saying, what if it was bath salts? And you just told the police, look, I'm taking this. It was bath salts. So if I start biting off motherfuckers' faces and everything, you know, you basically giving them a green light to shoot. So that's not really a bad thing for, you know, law-abiding surrounding citizens that this motherfucker is giving the police a green light to take him out if he start tripping on this bath sauce. So I implore more meth heads to call the police if they think they got some bad dope. At the very least, it's gonna get them arrested. So yeah. Dude, keep keep doing that. And prevent murders and face bite offs and you know shit like that. Oh, uh, speaking of jail, great segue, unintentional segue. Uh they say Jussie Juicy is getting out because um he went on a hunger strike and went crazy and that is, apparently that's all it take and uh, don't eat and act a fool and they let you out which is fucked up cause jail is very is a very much a recreational place to be right now it's, it's, it's a lot to do in there they got jail olympics I saw a video the other day jail olympics um so yeah he missing out I think he might have had a good time Uh, a couple of episodes ago, I reported on road rage and how you shouldn't, you know, walk up to a car without no gun. But apparently you can run up to a car and punch the shit out of somebody because that's what the dude did. Now, maybe he was, I don't know, hoping the dude didn't have a gun. Maybe he didn't give a fuck. Maybe he knew he can land this punch. And if he gets shot, he gets shot because that punch was worth the shot. And it was. The tape went off right after the punch, so I don't know if the dude um, is taping it, decided to help at that point. Or if it's one of the mounted camera and the dude got his head punched towards the fucking camera, knocked that shit off the thing. I don't know. But... He just he proved my theory wrong about well he altered my theory. Uh, I still don't I still say don't ever walk up to a car without no gun in a road rage situation. But I guess I can't say don't run up to one with your fist cocked if you ain't got a gun cocked. So he punched the fuck out this guy. Uh, this girl did a prank on her boyfriend where she pretended to be on mute or have him on mute and then she pretended to uh, 
click over and talk to her side dude who was obviously it was nobody she was making up a person but I don't know what what the what the reason behind this prank I don't know if you're trying if that's your way of breaking up or getting somebody to break your passive aggressive way to make somebody break up with you but it'll do it it'll do it and I think it worked and I don't know if she wanted that to happen because maybe she thought it was gonna be funny if she said, ha, 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 I got you. I was talking. I I didn't really have you on mute. I was just, I was making up a person. But this dude was listening like, oh, this is going to be my out. <laughs> so, lesson learned. Stop all these dumbass relationship-based pranks. Stop, stop with the uh, have your friend calling the dude to see if he would fuck her prank because he will he would um and you can't I mean you can blame I guess you can blame him but can you really especially if these are like 23 year olds now maybe if you get that might be a better prank if you get a 45 a 45 year old and a 48 year old married couple and you get her friend to call him and he said yeah that might be a little bit more surprising but what you think a 22 year old gonna say if you call him talking about some your girl out of town and I really wanna fuck so setting these dudes up then the dude and the girl get mad so, so actually me and Jill figured that that shit probably all is a prank because it really is kinda stupid but don't believe none of this bullshit you see on the internet other than that uh, saw some Mexicans and I say Mexicans because okay they might not have been Mexicans because there's a bunch of you know Spanish speaking countries in Central America they were Central Americans there you go and they got caught smuggling weed inside a hollowed out watermelon which number one a genius plan genius genius plan somebody definitely had to tell on them because nobody's gonna assume that the cart full of fucking watermelons is actually a cart full of weed unless they got a, a, a fucking tip but number two, that is such a waste of an elaborate scheme, elaborate smuggling scheme for weed. It's just weed. Where are you selling it that is not legal? At this in 2022, you could have just put the fucking weed in the book bag. You had to do all this shit with the. Now you didn't waste a good fucking. You could have smuggled some some real shit. Somebody. Was gonna use that to smuggle some real, like some hard, some hardcore money making dope, but you didn't fuck that over now because of weed. Uh, and again, I don't Melmos and new Melmos, I'm not advocating the sale of illegal narcotics. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, um. 
Also, in another podcast, I talked about how can more than I said two people get stabbed at the same time, but because they was both in arms reach, and unfortunately, my theory was correct because the dude jumped over a fucking counter at a museum and stabbed two people. But he didn't stab him, you know, simultaneously. He didn't do like a swipe move and get two people at once. No, he was st- like poke stabbing one. And then it's almost like the other one, instead of hopping, unless from the way the counter looked, it might have been a, a fiberglass up on that end of the bar or the counter because she had to go kind of looked like she had to go to a certain part of the counter to jump over like he did which was unfortunate because he damn short cornered him and you would think like damn this motherfucker stabbing it's a counter jump over the counter problem solved but nope fucking COVID glass now this fucking COVID precautions that got me y'all worried about COVID that we ain't got then got me stabbed in real time. Ain't this a bitch? This week been real hot for slave reenactments and slavery type shit. First you had the kid who threw cotton and then hit the black dude with a belt. Like he was just like playing. And some people was laughing and some people was making an old shit. I don't believe this shit face. But the dude he was doing it to did not think it was funny or old shitty. Uh, just fucked up and he got up and pushed the dude like with the force of a fucking he pushed that dude across the room like he was trying to push a fucking like like he was pushing the car but it, it was like way lighter than he thought but he <laughs> he was in push car stance he pushed the fuck out of this dude but then more disturbingly he said they had a fucking slave auction with slave handlers and all this type of shit at the middle school. And then that, that tell you, wait a minute, middle school, they should be old enough. And damn sure you see a picture, this little motherfucker look like he about 24 years old. When you And you letting motherfuckers put you in a slave auction post-Jango? Your mama must didn't let you see Jango because it was rated R. I blame the motion picture system for allowing all these slave reenactment type bullshits to go on right now because kids that it's happening to definitely was not allowed to watch Django when it came out thanks to a lot of these uptight, scary ass parents. Shout out to my mama, my father. They let me watch what the fuck I wanted to watch. 
if, if, if music was out back then, well, it was out, but you know what I mean? If fucking, I don't know, future Travis Scott and all these pill popping rappers was out back then, she would let me listen to it, but I didn't have to because it was fucking quality shit out back then. Anyway, that's a whole nother discussion. Um, but yeah, man, you see how old this kid is. So I don't, I don't feel bad no more. It's fucking stupid. That's what that is. Because of these fucking white kids auction you off without whooping nobody ass. As a matter of fact, you don't need to see Django. Big as you are. Start hitting somebody. And sports news, I guess. I guess it's a sport. Ray Ramon died. Uh, another wrestler. And it's fucked up. He was only 63. Died in, in, on the surgery table. Some other shit. But rappers. He's the one exception. But fuck. Even, but well. Technically he in, in the group. Because he a rapper. But rap is damn near as deadly as fucking. I mean wrestling is damn near as deadly as rap. They get a lot of fucking going too soon posts <laughs> they talking about how uh, I just heard somebody talking about how this fucking guilt they trying to sign an act and some type of go back to work act or some type of shit the motherfuckers ain't going to work uh, in 2022 like motherfuckers is doing a lot of work from home and just a lot of motherfuckers are just not you know only fans whatever the fuck is paying motherfuckers bills um, a lot of shit. So they hiring like crazy and paying dumb money, $37 an hour to work at fucking Arby's and all this type of shit. So there's a lady that worked at Burger King then went to her car and shot a motherfucking customer who argued with her over some fucking sugar packets or some extra sauce or some bullshit like that. Again, motherfucker always getting shot over this sauce. I don't know what's in this fucking sauce. And, you know, the motherfucker left. She would put the gun back in the car. I went back to work. And these motherfuckers put out a statement supporting all this type of shit. And just like, God damn. That's how bad they need employees. That's how bad a motherfucker, please don't quit. And we ain't going to, we definitely ain't going to fire you. We don't give a fuck if you shoot a motherfucker. Please, please come back. Man, that's some leverage to have. So, too bad she can't get like a, a double pay or some shit like that. Like, look, I shoot another motherfucker unless y'all give me motherfucking twenty-seven dollars an hour. I don't know what the fuck. Oh. Lady dropped her boyfriend off in the in the ocean. He had cheated on her. And her get back was to take him to what he thought was some a water slide, a little tiny little raft. They was gonna water slide into the water and he was gonna get back on it. And he was just gonna have a good time. And motherfucker, if you know you out here fucking around and your girl all of a sudden wanna invite you to the ocean, some type of red flag should be a to go off the alarm. Like, when did you get into the ocean? You, you got jeans on. 
Like, what the fuck are you talking about? What? Say it. Tell me what you're about to tell me. I'm never asked. You never asked. I'm serious. Oh. Uh, virgin. Not me. I have a whole fucking kid. I bust this shit open. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this week on that time when I'm going to tell y'all continuation to last week's when I was telling y'all about me selling Viagra well Viagra samples it still worked anyway it was at this place Battle Rock College right well Battle Rock College in itself was like a trade school I guess you could call it that I don't know the commercial was for plumbing and building maintenance and HVAC and all this shit so you get there and it's supposed to be uh 10 six week classes or six 10 week classes one of the two uh, all I know is it's six classes so um, yeah yeah and it's a little over a year here yeah, so it's 60 weeks so we get there and the first class the first teacher he was cool he taught the first 20 weeks the catch was if you wanted to leave after, before the 20 weeks you can leave, no problem, debt free, drop the shit, drop the program. But then you don't want to leave after the first 20 weeks because that's when they get you with this bullshit. They give you a bag of tools and they give you all this. They give you a little uniform. You're supposed to wear your little uniform to, to, to the school and, and all this shit. And so you get there and now the class is bullshit. Now that the 20 weeks and kicked in, you can't get your money back. Now the next teacher is a bullshit idiot. And then he get fired halfway through the fucking 10-week course. And then they replace him with another motherfucker who's supposed to be teaching some other shit. But he gonna try to teach this too. And it's just it's just a bunch of bullshit. And he, he don't get fired, but he drunk. And you can smell the fucking liquor on his fucking... Uh, He's supposed to be teaching us electrical wiring. This nigga fucking, he fucking drunk. So that shit was really bad. And then it was just fucking a nice ass drive. It was just, it just turned out to be some bullshit. Then they, they hook you up with this job where the motherfucker don't pay. That's again, that might be another story. Matter of fact, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to cut it right there. Because next week I'm going to tell you about the so-called job that I got after I graduated from Fatter Rock College. Motherfuckers. Dot com. A bunch of Fatter Rock College. This week on Puddle Tracks, Marvin and everybody at the clubs and doing their part to help people get out and vote. Marvin was telling us that they were trying to do a little, you know, voter turnout thing at the strip club. So, like, so they was telling people free lap dance if you come up there with your I voted sticker. 
which is cool. But then the people who did mail-in ballots, like, what we get? We don't, we didn't get a sticker. And then, so that did kind of cause a little a issue in the whole promotion. So then the owners just scrapped the free lap dance, a sticker, and just said, you know, all y'all titties can just be out for election day. And then that kind of worked out for everybody. Goddamn COVID. We're going to beat this shit, but it's here. And so is comedy. You know how relationship being single is hard. How relationship is easy. You know, like a lot of coming, a lot of, a lot of gifts, some talking. That's just about it. You can talk and buy some shit and make it come. You should be all right. But, um, <laughs> and, and being single was tough. And I'll tell you all right quick. I went on a blind date. I wasn't too proud of it. It was 2017. I never forget. Right before I met her. And I, I remember it specifically because it was almost literally a blind date. Like the girl, she had like a severe lazy eye. <laughs> and I know like normally the term lazy implies that maybe, you know, that pep talk, maybe with a push, you know, maybe some reason that you could, you could inspire lazy. So, like, in her eye, in that situation, her eye was like a, a workman's comp eye. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way he's going to get that eye off the couch. It was tough, man. One time I had this, this really big girl, it wasn't a blind date, I just, she, she had a way with words. She was about... Melmos, this segment is all for you. This is the appreciation segment. I want to tell y'all thanks. Thanks for fucking with me. Thanks for telling somebody else to fuck with me. Thanks for keeping this motherfucker going. So, Roland Meldrick, enjoy the moment. Keep on enjoying the moments. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Melmos, we have made it to the end of another amazing episode. I hope y'all laughed, um, learned. Uh, I don't think it was too much crying y'all should have did. I don't think it was no sad shit, nothing real fucked up. Um, but yeah, I just hope y'all enjoyed the podcast, man, like I do every single week. Uh, I hope y'all told somebody. I hope it's a new listener listening, a new downloader. Um I don't, re- I don't do this every single episode, but I want to remind everybody to review and leave five stars and do all the good shit you're supposed to do to keep a podcast growing. Uh, but before we get out of here, as usual, there is just one more thing. Man, all right, this is this is probably, I don't know, I was just saying how you shouldn't have been, you shouldn't have cried this episode, but this is, 
this is sad because I was thinking about this, man. So, like, a lot of dead homies, right? A lot of dead homies in 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 Hollywood. So just since I've been here, like, I, I know a lot of comedians that have died. It's fucked up, right? It's really fucked up. But then I'm thinking about when you die in Hollywood and you're not from California. That's some cold shit. It's like, man, if if you if you can get a chance, please, like, if, like, it's somehow, like, <laughs> if you know, if you have any type of way to know ahead of time that you you on your way out of here, get back to your hometown. Like, if you get shot in the head and they got you on life support, don't even like take you to the local hospital try to get you on an airplane back to wherever the fuck you stay because if you die in Hollywood <laughs> ain't nobody gonna come it's like you might have to you gonna have a little memorial thing but like ain't nobody gonna come because everybody is still trying to get whatever project sold or thing done or whatever shot or pictures taken there's always something going on in Hollywood. A motherfucker that you've been knowing for seven, eight years out here will forget your funeral if he got an audition that day. Like, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Is is you can't call it. You can't really, you know. There's no way to know when you go when. Oh, I mean, I imagine no way. It might be a motherfucker out there that's that cold that know when he gonna die. But I'm saying, if you ain't that type of motherfucker, man. Unless you him and can get back to your house. <laughs> Man. Motherfuckers be work. You think it's hard to have a relationship in Hollywood. It's hard to have a funeral. But anyway. <laughs> like I said, I know that was down. But it was on my mind, man. I had to get it off. I was thinking about it. It was fucked up, but whatever man until that day until we all check out this bitch just a couple things that we can do to make our days easier number one count your blessings man please 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 count your blessings man i'm telling you that's gonna help you get through a lot of this shit no matter how bad you think this shit is really come like the, uh, the easy quick way to count your blessings is to say it could be worse and that's one of the cliche thing to say but it really can man trust me it can um do unto others that's like the golden rule of life you would think you would think it's, it's really as easy as it sounds like do unto others like a three word rule of thumb that like fucking clutch um just try it try it man really try it I'm telling you make you feel make you feel good man uh don't take it personal this is also like uh this is for the anti uh, super employee who I was talking about earlier. Um, if you ain't that type of motherfucker, if you just, if if you're not that type of employee, uh, remember not to take shit personal, especially from coworkers. This is a job, man. You don't know what these motherfuckers go through at home that they bring to work and be all tripping out on, or bring to the set, or bring to the fucking court, or wherever the fuck. Just don't take that shit personal, man. That's all I'm saying. Cause you don't know what these motherfuckers going through. Um, serenity prayer. Use that. That's a very clutch one. Uh, a lot of people go crazy 
trying to control shit that they can't control is out of their fucking hands because they just don't realize that they can't control it but that's what the serenity prayer is here to help you do um don't compare shit that's the last one man that's the, that's well not the last one but that's the next to last one don't compare whatever the fuck man just enjoy the fuck what you doing what you eating who you fucking what you watching what you listening to well it's hard to not compare what you listening to I ain't gonna lie because you listen you're like no nah, I want to listen to something better than this or you know but other than that you know what I'm saying overall and lastly and not leastly you can use Leafly or Weed Maps. Or if you just got the plug, just smoke weed. Smoke a lot of weed, man. Smoke it. Smoke it up good. A lot of it. And the little tiny blunts. We call them Meldricks. Um, and that's it, man. Stay. That, that'll help you get through all this bullshit. Just re- rinse and repeat all those steps. And then, you know, until next week, you're going to get through, through this bitch. So. Be safe. Be careful. Go Browns. We out. Welcome to Sean Watson. Cleveland! This is for you! Today's episode of Magic Moments is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find an intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out.